What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Today I want to talk about the power of consistency, which is a wonderful skill and habit. The habit of consistency is an incredibly powerful tool that can be used in all areas of our life and is the key to attaining the things we want to attain, accomplishing the things that we want to accomplish, and changing the things that we want to change. Without consistency, none of those things will happen. And this was prompted by my attempt to my goal and then attempt to um, increase the mileage that I was running this last month in April um, from 60 miles to 80 miles. I I don't know how I came about this goal. I just thought I want to see if I can do that again. It's been a long, I've been, it's been several years that I've been working on becoming strong enough again and fixing, going through different rehab in different areas and my hips and my knees and all of these things and strengthening and um, getting my, just my functional strength back so that I had a good foundation to build from once again and I have not been able to run for, I mean, consistently like I have been probably for like seven years. Because every time I would try, I neglected the foundational pieces and then would end up re-injuring all of these things and having to spend more time out. Anyways, so I've gotten to the point where I can run consistently again, and I'm super happy about that. I don't love running, but I love that... It is something I can do with my body outside that benefits my mood, my mental health, my physical health, and it's a challenge. I have never loved running. When I was a little kid, it was just the worst thing ever, actually. I had a PE teacher who we would have timed runs every spring for the run-a-thon, And it just like, it haunts me to this day. Mr. Miller was just like the worst angry little PE teacher man. I did not have a lovely PE experience as a child. Um, anyways, I was never fast. And if you didn't get in under 10 minutes, then you were just in the 10 plus category, which I always was. And then you didn't even get a chance to finish your run. So it was just like shameful. 10 plus, let's go. Anyways, these are my memories of running from a child from childhood. And so it, my mom brings up frequently, she's like, I'm so surprised that, that you, that you run because you just hated it when you were younger. As I've heard this so many times. Yes, that's true. But how do we get better at things? We practice. And it is something that I can do that is within my control that is challenging and super beneficial. So anyways, I do it. There's my, there's my sad story about my, <laughs> my love hate relationship with running. Um, so anyways, I do it. I had this goal of going from 60 to 80 miles, which was a huge jump because previously the last few months before that, I think, oh my goodness, I probably did 
I don't know, maybe 20 miles in a month or something like that. And so I just want to see, I want to get up to 100. Anyway, so I did not make my goal of 80 miles last month, and it was because of a lack of consistency. And then I ended up this last week with like 33 miles to run or something, and I ended up not doing all of that because my body said "Mm, no. And I listened because the ultimate goal is not to reach those miles by ignoring my body and fighting against it, but to get to the place where that feels good. And that is a thing that I am capable of, um, without a lot of, a lot of, um, force on my body, if you will. So anyways, I realized that having, trying to run over eight miles every day, which for me is a lot at this point was just seemed ridiculous. And I was reflecting and thinking just how, much easier this could have been had I run three miles a day, two and a half miles a day, actually, for most days. But instead of running those little pieces, I thought, oh, it might not make a difference today. I could go do a mile, but that's not a different, that won't make a difference. Some days I really just couldn't. I had a lot going on at the beginning of the month with my health. But um, anyways, point being, I was inconsistent. And then I was trying to cram it all into the end of the month thinking if I just do like one big thing. And I think that we have this idea a lot of time that those little tiny pieces, those little steps that we're taking, those little one minute, two minute practices, 10 minutes here, 20 minutes here, especially when it comes to working out and things of that nature. We've talked about this before. We have this idea that if it's not half hour or if it's not more than an hour, then it's not going to make a difference, which is absolutely not true because those little tiny consistent changes are how you build up to that big accomplishment. And I love this analogy, so I keep using it. But if it's this, it's similar to if you brush your teeth, you know, once a year for like nine hours, it is not going to be as beneficial as if you just take those two minutes a day to brush your teeth. You'll probably still have all kinds of dental problems because it's not consistent. Same thing with all of our other practices. Little bits over time add up over the long haul That's the goal. That's how we get where we want to go. But a lot of time I find it can be really overwhelming for people and for myself as well. When I think about some of these habits I'm trying to create and thinking about like every day doing this, oh my God, it seems like so much. It can be really overwhelming and feel like a lot of pressure. What if I miss a day? What if I miss two days? What if I can only do like one minute? What if I barely do it? What if it's not great? What if it's not my best? What if, uh, you know, whatever else. And so there's all this pressure to like create a new habit every day, a daily practice, a daily habit. And so I heard this idea from the always brilliant and full of wisdom, Winnie Lingovic, who I've mentioned here before in a previous episode, I will link her information in the show notes so that you can check her out because she's just brilliant always. And she presented this idea that Instead of focusing on trying to build this habit every single day, because that comes with so much pressure, and then there's judgment if you don't, and you're disappointed in yourself if you don't make it that day, or all of these things give you opportunity to bring out that inner critic and judge saying, see, I told you, you can't do it. And so what if we just think of it as an experiment with our time, instead of saying, I'm going to do this every single day for 30 minutes, 
What if you say, I'm going to do this on this day for whatever given amount of time? You have 10 minutes, two minutes. If it is 30 minutes, then even better, great. But doing this kind of flipping flipping that that idea and reframing to make it an experiment. Let's see if this works. Let's see how this works. Let's see if this serves me. Let's see if this is useful and usable. Another brilliant little piece of gold I have taken from Winnie Lingovic, that useful and usable, just is so simple and so useful in so many reasons. Those questions to ask yourself, is this useful? Is it usable? Are just, it's brilliant because you can ask that about everything and it really can clear some things up. It gives you a yes or no answer. Yes? Awesome. No? Okay, get rid of it. Anyways. Um, and so I really loved this idea of approaching these things with, with the, the intent of making it an experiment to get curious and see if it is useful and all of these things instead of trying to force this habit. Because if you are willing to try this experiment and then consistently retry that experiment, it will become a habit. But the thing is, when we're trying to, when I, I was thinking about this, and that this is what popped into my head, so this is what this is what I get to share with you. So when we have this idea of a habit, that means we're changing something, and we know that our brain's you know biggest fear, I guess, is uncertainty. Uncertainty and lack of control are the worst things for your brain. It can't predict safety. It can't go off of, um, it can't predict outcome from previous experiences or even how to navigate via these reference points from other experiences. And so your brain, in an attempt to, you know, keep us alive, which is great. Thank you for that. It tells us these little pieces, you know, these little tiny two minutes of a practice or whatever it is, aren't going to really make a difference anyways. It's not going to matter. That's when you start having these thoughts of, God, what, is that really going to matter? Is that is that two minutes going to make a difference? Is that five minutes really going to help? I'm not accomplishing the whole thing. So is it really even worth it? Maybe we just don't do it. But the thing is, your brain is experience dependent for learning. And it is movement and action that literally changes the connections that you have in your brain. It changes your brain. It changes your body. It changes how you function because the structure informs function. And so when the structure changes via increased wiring of neurons and firing in patterns and new neural pathways, you are changing the the shape, the structure, and then you're changing the function, how it functions. So the point of all that being, when you have these experiences, it doesn't matter how much time you spend doing them because your neurons fire in a fraction of a second. And so this two minutes that you think is insignificant is actually firing those neural pathways, sometimes creating them if it's a new experience, wiring those together, strengthening that pathway. So point being here, it doesn't matter if you think it's, it's not enough time or this time isn't making a difference because as soon as you take that action, you are, you know, firing these neural networks, rewiring, strengthening those pathways, the more that you do that, the more frequency, not of time, but the more times that you do that, you are making that connection stronger and stronger and stronger. And then because of that, 
that pathway, that route, that neural connection is more familiar. It is easier to access because it is stronger. And so then it's safer, it's familiar, it takes less effort. The stronger that neural pathway is, the less effort it takes to then travel that path instead of creating it, because that is where it's hard when you are creating these new habits, new experiences. Um, and and then the less effort it takes, the more you do it, the less effort it takes. And then that, that's when you have a habit. And then when your habit is gets to a certain point, it is habituated, it is kind of solidified, moves over to your subconscious where you don't really have to think about it at all. And it's just something you do. But again, you can spend nine hours doing whatever it is you're trying to accomplish once a year and not be as beneficial. You're, you're only igniting that pathway, that experience dependent firing of these neurons that one time. And if you're doing it for two, five, how many ever minutes that you think is insignificant and probably not going to make a difference every day or several times a week, every single time you're accessing that pathway and making it stronger and stronger and stronger. So that's how that works. Whole point being consistency, the power of consistency. So whether it really doesn't matter what you think about it, whether it's insignificant amount of time, it's not going to be enough. All these excuses, again, that your brain's going to throw at you because it just doesn't want to change because what is familiar right now is safe. And it's where we know kind of what's going on, what to expect. And so, yeah, basically just do the thing consistently. Even if you only have one minute in a day, maybe you have two, maybe you have 20, just do the thing. So my new goal for this month of May is to reach that that mileage goal that I had and actually surpass that. I'm, I'm looking for a little bit more. Um, but I learned this lesson, although I knew this was a fantastic demonstration of the need for more consistency in my practices. So I am grateful for that um, being kind of brought to my attention again and pointed out because it is you know, we all need these constant reminders. This is not something new for a lot of us that the idea that consistency is is needed to make changes. Um, but it's nice when we get these little reminders of like, oh, yeah, okay, this is really is important. I'm gonna revisit this and re maybe restructure how I approach it. That has been my experience in this last week or so. So I hope this was useful for you. Always, always super grateful to be here talking at you. And I'm even more grateful when I hear back from you. So don't hesitate. If you have questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, I would love to hear from you. Always my contact info is in the show notes. Get a hold of me. Let's, let's make this interactive. I love it. All right. Well, until next week, as always, I will be looking forward to it. I'll be here again next week. We'll do this again. Until then, peace out.